Well, I lost an eye in Mexico. Lost two teeth where I don't know. People see me coming and they move to the other side of the road. I robbed a liquor store or two. Made myself at home a few times. Borrowed myself a car when I needed it. I got me a shack at the bottom of the road. Fixing cars and giving toes. Spend all my money on the lottery. When I win the lottery, gonna buy all the girls of my block. Color TV and a bottle of French perfume. When I win the lottery, gonna donate half my money to the city. So they have to name a street or a school or a park after me. When I win the lottery. Like Mr. Red, White, and Blue down the road, but I never called myself a hero for killing unknown communists. Now I can walk into any old bar and find a fight without looking too hard, but I never killed someone I don't know just 'cause someone told me to. And when I win the lottery, gonna buy the house next to. Howdy, friends. Welcome to Open Lions with Holly and Mark. Um, hi, Holly. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm great. How was your uh, happy Sunday to you? Happy Father's Day oh, to you. Thank you so much. I think you're a really great one. Aw. <laughs> I had a great um, Father's Day, even though I worked. 
Thanks for working um, through Father's Day. My uh, my friends at work all they got me bagels and donuts, and then you came and had lunch with me. So and it was great. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. With all the bagels and accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> accoutrement, huh? So, uh, what's been new with you? New in my life this week, speaking of accoutrement, would be the introduction and inclusion of Vegemite into my almost daily diet. This is what you do. This is Australian-American fusion cuisine that I've discovered. What you want to do is get either the veggie sub from Jersey Mike's is really good because they have green peppers and pretty good cheese. Or you can get the Subway one, the Subway Veggie Delight. Add a little ranch, add a little avocado, add some of that Vegemite. Oh man, it's a vegetarian's dream. Let me ask you something because for some reason I haven't... Not, not for some reason. I just, I don't know why. I just haven't had the time yet. Maybe I just didn't want to share my Vegemite <laughs> okay. with you. Okay, that might be more. Thanks, it. I Shell. saw, I saw the Vegemite when it came, when it first came out of the box, from Australia. But that's the last time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> however, I like it. however, um, I haven't had a sandwich to eat it on anyway. But you've been bageling. You can but, eat it on bagels <clears throat> and toast. It's got a very uh, umami flavor. I, but what, what I want to ask it. you is what does it taste like is it sweet no. someone was telling me that it's kind of like it's a sugar kind of meaty meaty yeah like nutty no meaty it, it tastes, tastes like kind of like beef bullion what i know i'm gonna have to try it it's really interesting anyway like shell sent me this really cool tube of vegemite i guess it typically comes in a jar uh she had to send it twice because customs yeah customs held up my package twice or whatever anyway this is the camping Speaking of camper van, Beethoven and accoutrements, this is the camping yellow tube of Vegemite that I've been snacking. It comes at. in a tube. Mm-hmm. That's another Travel thing. Pat. That's, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, <laughs> that's what's new in my life. What's new in yours? Oh, what is new in my life? Uh, there's a lot going on. I'm trying to uh, come up with more programming for this little radio station of ours. Um, I've, in fact, maybe we should. We don't. We don't really get a chance to talk a whole lot because we're both so busy. We both work quite a bit, and it seems like the only time we actually get to sit down and talk to each other is when with this microphones in front Sunday of us. at nine when we've committed to. <laughs> and, and so maybe I just, we we can I can run this past you, but I instead On of the spot yeah. In, in fact, it's too late. I already did it. I already updated the website before work yesterday. <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm more just telling you. All right. But we could change it back if you totally hate it. But I was instead of like instead of open lines with Holly and Mark, which is what this is. Open lines with Holly and Mark will remain a Sunday night. It will remain the cherry on top oh. on Sunday nights. <laughs> However, I like the idea of an open lines radio where it goes into other nights and other programming. What do you think of that? Hmm. For instance, let me run this past you. (laughs) And I don't know if you listened to me on Friday night when I was broadcasting the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire podcast. But before that, before I aired that, I kind of talked for a minute and I kind of already threw the schedule out. Well, I was only half listening (laughs) to you, but man, I really enjoyed that replay. 
What are you saying? You enjoyed listening <laughs> to Dudley more than me? Uh, Dudley. I don't blame you. Speak- it was great. Oh my gosh. It blew my mind. Like I I remember it being cool the first time, but that was like years ago. Two years ago. But when we recorded that. The other day, like the synchronicities, the weird crap. I don't know. It's it's a glitch in itself to if, hear him say those things. I know. If you haven't listened to it, if you didn't listen to it on Friday night, um, go to artbellisdead.com. It's there. You can listen to uh, Hobo, the Hobo Safe Camp. It was episode one. It was the first episode of the Virtual Campfire podcast that so I did. So good. I'm going to start replaying some of them because they they well, deserve to be idea. out there. So here, so that that's one of the things right, I want to do a Friday night. So off. let's start with the cherry on top. We might as well the dessert. You. Oh stop. So Sunday night. <laughs> We'll be open lines with Holly and Mark. And that's when we'll do this thing. We'll talk to each other. We'll talk to people who want to talk. Maybe we'll talk to people like who don't want to talk. All but right. They aren't want to. Okay, okay. So there's that. I remember that now, intro a little bit. Okay, and now, I, I've had a few ideas. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I've had some ideas. Now but on, I haven't okay. had the time to really I know. flesh anything out I yet. So, we haven't really I'm getting had a there. To talk I'm getting yet. there. So on Monday nights, I thought. So this means tomorrow I got to get my shit together if I'm really going to do it. This is the way I work, Holly. I oh, throw something like I out there. I get an idea like... and I throw it out there. Otherwise, I'll think about it forever and I won't do it. I put it into action. I say it and do it. And sometimes it fails and it doesn't work and it fizzles and I look like an idiot. But sometimes it's a good thing. So Monday nights. Monday nights I was thinking. I know Music Mondays is is stupid. The alliteration. Just say no to alliteration. <laughs> Just say no. But I was thinking of something else, like like uh, when I, I a, a while back we used to live in Salt Lake City, and there was a radio station, uh, the the public radio station there was. Uh, do you remember what it was? KRCL. Yeah, that sounds. I right. think it was KRCL. It was the public radio station, but they had a thing called Monday Night Drive Time, and they would just play music. You know, they had all their their things. They have their. You know the the talk things that they do on, right. on public radio, right. This American Life, and that stuff. But mm-hmm. then on Monday nights they had Monday Night Drive Time, and they'd play like cool music that like you hadn't heard before. And I I, lear- I heard a lot of new music that way. So I'm thinking of that now. It can't be Drive Time because I'm at work on Monday Night Drive Time. Um, one of the reasons that we do this so late is because I work till seven thirty every night. So there's no other way, other time, but nine o'clock is the earliest I can possibly get my shit together and get this going. So Monday nights. So I want to do Monday night. Uh, I don't know, maybe dream time or Monday night chill time, something. Ugh, I'll think of, your I know, names I know, are killing me. Well, you can brainstorm. Now right, that I throw this right, out there, right. I'll think of something, but I want to just play some music and kind like of talk. Just music that you like or like, is this music that maybe, cause you know, I have a lot of really cool artistic friends that, like have new music is that yeah yeah it'll be there's no rules so all right i'm i'm just throwing the stuff out there i'm sure i'm gonna get tired in about two weeks of trying to come up with music and we'll branch out and figure out okay how we can bring on music maybe guests maybe we can talk to musicians live and then oh, play their music an interesting and idea. we can do that kind of stuff so that'll be monday monday will be dedicated to music i have so many friends right now that are putting out really Really great stuff. Different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, so this could be a place. Okay. Tuesdays. Tuesdays I was thinking maybe you could do something. Um, maybe you, or maybe you could team up with somebody. I don't know. Th- think about it. Th- I know I'm just throwing right, it at yeah. you right now. Think I about it. I'm really think busy about right if you want to do a Tuesday night. I'll if think not, about it. If not, 
Okay. We'll, we'll leave Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday open. Alright. Because I'm only human and I can't fill all this content. I know I thought. I know well, a I don't month know. ago. You're kind of a windbag. <laughs> you could probably fill. I say that with love. I, I didn't mean windbag. I mean an endless source. <laughs> okay. <of> content. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday you could do you could or you could do Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I got nothing. I don't know. I'll have to see what okay. day I have. All right. Let me, let me think on Friday it. Friday night. There's more. I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to rebroadcast the Hobo Safe Camp podcast. Hobo Safe now Camp. you can listen to all the Hobo Safe Camp podcasts still. They're out there. You don't At have to wait. Time. You don't have to wait for this. You can go listen to you can go to hobosafecamp.net and they're all there. Or you can look up Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire on any podcast player app, and you can find it. So those are all out there with the original intro. Now, when I'm replaying them, I'm not playing the original intro, because I was talking about all kinds of shit that's not relevant anymore. We were starting the Hobo... We were trying to build a Hobo Safe Camp. Right, we were right, right. taking okay. in donations, and sure, sure. we're not doing that anymore, so... But, but I still said some pretty good stuff. Like <laughs> I kind of trust intros. your process. I mean, I know you can go and listen to any of these podcasts at any time. But, I mean, I think there's something happening. Because it was just so synchronistic to hear Dudley. Like, I trust the timing of just going in order. I trust it. Yeah, and we'll see. And, and the relevancy and the timing. And we'll for see the synchronicities hidden. that when yes, they come exactly. out on that day. Exactly. What's I trust going that. On. I'm interested okay. to see how they kind of line up in their order. Me too. So you can tune in and listen to those air live, or those will also be available. So you can listen to all of them now, the original broadcast of them at hobosafecamp.net. Once I air them on this channel on Fridays, they'll be available at artbellisdead.com and you can l listen to them there you can download the um, SoundCloud app mm -hmm. they're all there just follow open lines alright let's get to okay. some meaty stuff let's get to some meaty stuff hey <coughs> let me ask you something do <laughs> what's that look you're giving <laughs> me I, I just, wanted I to talk about something I don't know where I you're going okay I want to talk about tarot a little bit is that okay with you alright okay and I want to talk about it because I get, I've been getting recently, for some reason, a lot of messages or a lot of requests, people asking me if I'm still reading cards for people, um, asking me if I will read cards for people, and the answer is no, I'm not. But, that being said, that doesn't mean that I don't think, like, the tarot process or the tarot, like, tarot doesn't, like, you shouldn't, like, I... You're a staple of the tarot community. <laughs> yeah, I, you can't I, go. I'm a, no, I'm not, I know, but <laughs> just I just, blasphemy. I just feel I've, I did, I did so many tarot readings in th a three-year time span. So many, like over tarot. Sometimes like ten a day, you know. Yes, I remember and, vividly. And I, but it was, I the person that I helped the most out of all the people I did tarot readings for was me, because I spent three straight years basically helping people get over their shit with tarot cards and in the process of doing that I feel like I just suck. like I basically just apply it to my life now like I feel like I don't really 
Like to You've you, internalized tarot? I've internalized it. And you and I came up with kind of a process called progressive tarot that we like to use where you're kind of going back and forth through the deck. Like when you pick a card, you, like, like every time I'm in a situation, in my head I can go, oh, this is the this card. And then I can know... I know it so well, like I know the card that came before and the card that came after, and you can like just know what's going to happen next because you can figure out where you are. It's almost more you like access your mental rider it's, weight. It's it's not and it's not a random thing. It's more like look at where you are in your life right now. Right. What card is this? And find congruency. And once you figure out what card it is, all right, then you can you'll know what the next card is, and so that's why I think it's important. Like people. For people to keep you do for people to keep doing tarot, and the more you do it, the more you will learn that yourself. Progressive tarot, be so progressive, you progress yourself right out of the need for the cardboard. <laughs> right, but and but there are, there's also a need for teachers still though. And next week we're going to talk about tarot some more, and we're going to talk with a couple people that are practicing tarot and also teaching tarot and like doing a lot of good things. Really great lightworkers mm -hmm. and so it'll be good to get their get their take and to let because I, I still want to put out valuable tarot information i just i can't do it anymore i'm just that's fine i like that okay yeah that sound good yes so next week we're going to be talking tarot if you're a tarot reader if you are a tarot teacher if you are just a beginner who's interested if you're somebody that thinks it's bullshit let me know send me a message at art bell is dead on Instagram or artbillsdead at gmail.com. Now, some, I have an interest. That, that's that. We'll put up. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I had an interesting conversation with someone at work today about the doorway effect. Have you heard of this? The doorway no. effect? All right. I'm going to read this to you. It's really short. Don't worry. Okay. I won't let my hope my windbaggedness. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have overcome and take but, well, over the you, show. I, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> you know these things. I enjoy your words. I just endless source flowing. <laughs> all right, all right, endless source. Okay. <laughs> this this is from the Google. I googled it. The Google. So I'm gonna read this from Google. Okay. New research, and this was in 2011, so it's not new anymore. That's fairly new. But pretty new. New research from University of Notre Dame psychology professor Gabriel Radvansky suggests that passing through doorways is the cause of memory lapses. Entering or exiting through a doorway serves as an event boundary in the mind which separates episodes of activity and files them away, Radvansky explains. Whoa. Because doorway metaphors are used so much in, like, occult practice and ritual. Wow. And, you know, what's blowing my mind right now, as I'm thinking, is this morning I posted, a, actually posted a tarot reading using the tarot of the 78 doors or whatever. Yeah. And that conversation came about from somebody that Interesting. didn't know that. And it never didn't even occur to me that I had posted that bef before I had that conversation. Mm. But it's true. Like I walk, and it, and it, and I, and I, I actually today it happened. I walked through a door and I'm like, why did I come in here? And I walked back out and remembered. remembered? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, there it is, the doorway effect. Yes, but, but, that's interesting. But I mean, think about it. Like that could be like, like if, we're to, if we were to talk about glitches in the Matrix. Right. Literally, yeah, but, like. 
turn on, turn off. Like you said, remembering and interesting. No, I haven't heard of that. So if you're ha- out I'm there, look that up. if you're out there, um, deeply, more deeply, like if if you if you suddenly find yourself forgetting what you were doing, go back through the door. <laughs> and you'll I do that all the time. And you think about it, you think, oh, I'm going to just go retrace my steps and go back and do. You did it tonight. You, yes. You did it tonight. It wasn't a real door. But and I was I'm, like, what was I thinking? What I was ba- I was going to say something. What was it? And then I had to like, yeah. We had we were listening retrace. to a song and we had to go back, start the song over. Yes. So it would, trigger so it would re-trigger my memory. <laughs> right. Interesting. What do you think about that? That's cool. That's a cool effect. I'm going to be probably hyper-consciously aware of it now. It's okay. It's You should be. Once you're hyper-consciously aware of it, you stop forgetting shit. But it kind of shows you how like we compartmentalize things. Sure. Interesting. What about you? You got anything? You got anything you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Hmm. Any, any, um, have you had any glitches? You experienced any glitches in the Matrix lately that... Not so much lately, but I have I have some interesting ones. I was thinking I was thinking earlier today about the one that I had in Paris when we were we spent a lot of time in the catacombs and it was really weird. We came around this corner in the catacombs and I mean it's all if you've ever seen pictures, it's bones and skulls and corridors as you would imagine the French catacombs to be. But then like once you get I think it's like it might be like three quarters of a mile down. There is um, kind of carved into the side of the cave. This, it's like a diorama, di- diorama scene. Yeah, like a, like a model. Like a it's sh- like a model. <clears throat> but when I came version. around the corner, I instantly recognized it as a place that comes to me and has come to me very often in reoccurring dreams and so when I saw it in person it just like I don't know like I heard electricity I had the whooshing in my ears I kind of started having I I, I don't know it it was like a physical totally tingly all over Um, but I couldn't I could I didn't know where it was because I only knew it from my dreams and so here it was in front of me and there wasn't, I mean, it was kind of in French, but there wasn't a lot of information on what am I looking at? What is this place? Like, you just who, knew, no, you had seen it I before. just knew that I had seen it. The real place, not the, the model. The real place, yeah. not the model, because it's a miniaturized version, but, like, I recognized it and knew it completely. And so, um, after that, well, and you remember, I was just, like, I was totally weird for the whole rest of the day down there, but, I mean, it's the catacombs, so I guess that's not too crazy but when I looked it up and I got enough information it's actually um, this island called it's spelled Mallorca but I think they say it like Mallorca and it's this little seafaring village that was like a, a handful of people and a giant castle and and that's it that's it and the so when they built the catacombs Where was it? it's it's like off the coast of um, Spain it's but it's not it's its own independent there's Mallorca like that spelled Majorca and then Mallorca which is like the smaller island but it's spelled Mallorca do you remember why that they had a yes why it was why it was down there so apparently there was um 
there were a few ships of the seafarers that, you know, they weren't catching a lot of fish or whatever. Anyway, they came to work on the catacombs after the plague was wiping everybody out and everything. And they were down there building it and stacking the bones. And he missed home. Ah. And so he built it from memory into the side of the cave. Interesting. It adds a lot more complexity and depth to... Weird, huh? Yeah. yeah. I know. Like, but so I don't have like anything in my family genealogically or genetically that would place me anywhere near there. As you've been looking into it, what has been? There's not a lot of information. What's been? But what? What is like? What's your gut saying? What's your instinct saying? I I just don't know. I just see it, and I'm just kind of hypnotized and dazzled, and I my heart fills up with emotions, and I remember. The castle. I lived in that castle. That's crazy. I know. But do you do you miss? Does it maybe, does it help? Like, like do you miss? Maybe it I as didn't home? live in that castle. Maybe I just looked at that castle. Maybe I was broke ass that stared up at the castle all day. I don't know. I don't really have like tangible personal information going off of it. Just that I constantly see it in my dreams, and it's never like a negative thing. I'm always just like kind of relieved feeling in my dream state, I guess. It's like not a... Like maybe you are coming home. Just like the guy was sad, was sad for home, so he built it to remind him of home. You, like you say, you see it and you feel relieved, like a coming home. Yeah, yeah. But I home. don't have a lot of other things to attach to it. And like nothing else really stands out or feels super relevant about it just that when I came around the corner and saw that I was just like it was like a swoon almost I was like what the because I thought I didn't realize it was a place a real place yeah I remember I thought it was like some weird Shambhala castle I had in my head there it was in real life identical that's That's what I got that's that's something I got you got something like that bananas I mean you were there I was there. So, it was yeah. crazy. I remember. You were really shaken. How many years ago was that? You were shaken a little bit. How many years since know. we've been in the catacombs? I don't know. Maybe time to go many, back. Many. Ten? More than ten? Probably more than ten. I don't think 10. it's been more than ten. Yeah. No. Yeah, we've been in California for ten, so it was more than ten. That's Probably crazy. twelve years ago. That's crazy. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. That's one of my stories. I like that story. I like it because I was there. <laughs> you catch it. me when I feigned at the sight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of my mental castle being right there. Three quarters of a mile underneath Paris full of bones. I got it. I know this isn't a weird story, but we we're just, we were so stupid. Like we just we took the train from Amsterdam to Paris and we had a hotel booked, but we didn't know what we were doing. We just showed, we just suddenly were we at the train station right in. in the middle of Paris and we walked out and it was so overwhelming with all the taxis and not speaking the language. And we just kind of got it, looked at the map of the, the Metro and got a general idea of where our hotel was and just got on the subway and got in and we walked around for an hour and a half through Paris looking for a hotel. Yeah, it was good times. It was fun. It was really good. We definitely had no idea 
what then we, we had lost doing. all fear after that, and like, yeah. and we were like, we took the metro the whole time. Like it was just, it was really fun. Memories of Paris. <laughs> anyway, get back on focus. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Something weird happened to me once as well, also not recently, when I was 18 years old. And I don't know. This could be. This could go a couple different ways. This. Could, I'm not sure. I've always, since this happened, 30 years ago or whatever. No, I'm not that old. 25 years ago or whatever. Um, I always associated this as a alien thing. Like I always kind of half joked about having been abducted. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, when I first met you, you used to talk about it all the time. Yeah, and and I was thinking about it the other day, and I kind of thought came across it, about it a came to like a different conclusion so when I was 18 uh, I was kind of a fuck up I didn't graduate from high school on time on time with everyone else I uh, I didn't go to college right away and my friends had all moved away we were in I was living in Salt Lake City and my friends had all moved to southern Utah a little town called Cedar City to go to school well a friend of mine and I didn't go. So we would go down occasionally and just see our other friends who were there. And we were there one night and my friend Mike was being such a fucking asshole that we were staying Kuchma? with. Yeah, that we were staying with. We were staying in his little apartment. That's not like Mike. What? <laughs> I like Mike. <laughs> or no, but he was being <laughs> such a dick. And so we're like, fuck this guy. We're going to go out. We're going to go sleep in the car. My friend Eric and I. And so Eric and I sit in the car, because it was, it was like 2 a.m., and we didn't want to get in the car and drive home at 2 a.m., so we were just going to sleep in the car and get up and go in the morning. And we were sitting out there, and we were listening to The Cure Disintegration, because that's what we did, <laughs> always, <laughs> Eric and I. And we're sitting in the car, middle of the night, and we're watching these lights in the sky, off in the distance. Now, Cedar City is kind of near Las Vegas. It's about two hours from Las Vegas. And it's kind of out there. And there's a lot of... But there's a lot of military stuff mil out there. Yeah, there's a yeah, lot of military yeah, yeah. stuff out there. And so we were um, sitting there watching these lights. And they were all... They were there for... It seemed like just for ever. And, and we were just... And they were coming closer to us. And they kept coming closer. And we were kind of joking. Like... Like... Oh, they're moving closer to us. They're coming for us. And then the next thing you know, it's 6 a.m. The sun's coming up, and we both wake up at the same time. And the same song was playing as when we both lost consciousness. Now, this was back in the day of tape decks in the car. Right. This was even way back in the they day before to, like, an auto push reverse. The button to turn yeah. It over. yeah, so that's what was so weird about it. And I always kind of associated it as like have like an an alien abduction type of thing, but maybe it was just a glitch. I don't know. Cedar City's kind of a hotbed of alien activity. I mean, I'm sure it's not accidental that you assumed that for most of the time, but maybe. I, I mean, what is a glitch in the Matrix? If it's not an alien abduction. Right, I know, it's both, it's both. But it's like I never associated that. I never, I always just kind of thought of that lost time as, oh, trippy. But it's yeah. like, like, wh what, yeah. what do you think happened? Like, what happened? There's a lot of people I mean, I know it's not a fantastic phenomenon. abduction story. It's kind of this dumb thing, but it's like. Yeah. It's something that, like, it stuck with me. It really happened. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That story has always kind of scared the crap out of me. Oh, really? When you tell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does, because I don't know that I've ever actually, like, lost time like that where I don't have a memory. I mean, I've definitely entered kind of deep states of weird trippiness and stuff, but, like, to totally blank out and lose time? No, that scares me. That's scary. You should write that down. Everybody should have a notebook of... What did you just say? What did I say? Weird events of trippiness. Or I already forgot it. Go back and listen to whatever <laughs> what she said. Weird moments of trippiness. You should make a notebook and call it Weird Notebooks of tri- Weird, weird moments, moments of, of Trippiness. A trippy diary. A trippy diary. And hang on to those weird moments and then come talk to us about them. Yeah. Yeah. Here's some kind of trippy. Okay. I don't really talk about it too often but probably a few people have heard my story about um I had a really really bad migraine and I had a very kind of intense almost seizure-like moment and then from it came what I think most people refer to it as a spontaneous kundalini awakening and um while I was kind of in that state mentally I had fallen down a well and I, my legs were broken and I, I couldn't move my legs. And so I was kind of crawling along on my belly through this kind of weird um, state. I don't know. And then there was a big snake and the snake talked to me. Anyway, this is, this is my vision in my, I won't go too much deeper than that. But so that happened n- not long after we moved to California. And then um, it kind of matches up with something that's been happening with me since I was a kid. I have a weird way of spelling my name. Um, but for some reason, computers like will leave off an E. Ole. Yes. <laughs> yes. And people are, and then it, it looks weird and they, they call me Ollie. They don't know like quite hole. how to put whole, <laughs> like it doesn't look right. Um, but it, it's happened a couple times. Um, it happened like on my college registration, I would get stuff and it wouldn't be the right spelling or I'd get lost in the system. I was lost in the social security system for a while because of it um, and all these things. And then when I started my new job about three months ago, uh, I had to do this test and I had to get an ID badge to let me into certain locations or whatever. When it was there, it, there it was spelled with the one E. And so I had to take a magic marker and draw in my second E. Maybe you're meant to be a... Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, is is this a common spelling? Do people use this? Like, like, why is this always happening? This one e thing. Like, is there somebody else out there that spells it with one e and they do go by Ollie or whatever? Anyway, I googled it. Uh-oh. What what do I find when I Google? There's this weird German goddess, Mother Ollie, as it. <laughs> as it is um and she has like these i think Grimm wrote about her a little bit anyway the legends of her basically involve she's a witch that lives in the woods she's a benevolent witch if you're benevolent and if you come with some shit she's gonna double the shit anyway the story is she sends you down this well to yeah. help her out okay and yeah, so like the good girl goes down to the well and she finds all kinds of gold and apples and she brings them back up for Mother Holly to cook. The bad sister goes down there and she returns covered basically in shit. 
It's Gold Mary Pitch Mary is the weird old story. Anyway, she's like the goddess of mothering and the hearth. And guess where her main thing is? Bavaria. Oh, yeah, Bavaria. Crazy. Yeah. If you haven't listened to our previous discussion about Bavaria. I can't Bavaria. escape the Bavaria. Oh, can't escape anyway. Bavaria. Yeah. Weird, huh? That's way weird. I know. What do you think? You think your mother, Hole? I don't know Ole. that I am her, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm channeling a little bit. Speaking of channeling, here's my, here's my third word story, and then I'll throw it over to you. You don't have to throw it to me. Talk all night if you want. I feel like I'm already rambling like a crazy person. Um, sometimes my butt does magical things on Instagram. I had my phone in my pocket just the other day, not long after we had podcasted. And somehow, in my back pocket, it took Edgar's story. My good friend Edgar had posted a little story. Uh, he had some kind of strobing, psychedelic, tie-dye thing coming out of his third eye. And he was like, if you're hearing this right now, this is a reminder to let go and let goddess. Let go and let goddess. And then, for whatever reason, randomness selected a list of people and sent them a group message, (laughs) a group DM on Instagram with this message from Edgar. And it was just a funny list. Deborah was on there. Rico was on there. Jess. Um, Hannah was on there and then a couple of people that are my followers but that I don't really talk to talk to but they didn't mind they were kind of interested in getting the message and it kind of came through as a prophecy anyway this butt blessing formed this group of mostly my favorite people at random it's wild and sent them this let go and let goddess message which was might have been also directed to me kind of because I was in a I've had a bit of as Kanye would put it dragon energy lately a little a little anyway (laughs) anyway but blessings from my back but blessings from Jose's back pocket of Edgar's (laughs) advice to just maybe you should chill out and trust the universe and goddess and everything that she has in store. She works in mysterious ways, often chaotic ways, like butt dialing, yeah. <laughs> butt messaging. Butt dialing is very chaotic. I bet more than uh, how many relationships do you think have ended because of butt dialing? Oh my gosh, I butt dial people all the time, and that little thing where you can kind of draw the picture. My butt drew a picture the other day and texted it to my mom. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I mean, I I work, you know, with my phone in my back pocket, and it's a fairly active job. Oh, hang on, here comes a car, real quick. It's fine, you can talk. There's going to be a car. You might hear a car in the background of the hut as they. The neighbors are coming home. Um. Yeah, I know your butt's crazy. Your butt's crazy wild. My crazy (laughs) communicative. It's always got something to say. It never shuts up. (laughs) Do my. Whatever. Oh, that's funny. Whatever. Um, you know, speaking of uh, Mike, my asshole friend from Cedar City, um, he passed away about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer, and um, we had the, this, um, the, the program 
from yes, his funeral. we glitch with him all the time. The program, it's been a while. I'm wondering when he probably, now that I mention him, he'll probably show up. But there's this program, the program from his funeral, uh, and it has this picture on the front of it where he's like kind of tugging on his ear. It's this really like hauntingly innocent and endearing picture of Mike. And this thing for the past 10 years has shown, like, out of nowhere, shows up. I know up. for a fact that I put it in my memory box. So how it fell out of your top drawer that day It shows up in books. It shows up in it, drawers. Yes, it's it shows constantly up in boxes. showing up in strange places. <laughs> it shows up on the desk in between book, in between books. And granted, I'm not a papers. greatly organized person, but I don't, I don't know how, yeah. That's like, 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 it was kind of like funny at first and kind of a joke, but like it's happened so many times <laughs> that that program shows up. But like, it's been it's been a while. He might have gone on. He might have gotten Maybe. his message across. It has been a little while. I like that. Yeah, Mike, if you're listening, <laughs> manifest. We miss you. We were just talking about. Usually, once we talk about him, that's usually yeah. kind of when it happens anyway. Yeah. But. That's funny. Yeah, just thinking about it. I, that's weird. Well, what else? What else you got? Nothing? Something? You got, always got something. No. Those are my highlights. That's all I'm giving you. <laughs> that's what? For now. All right. All right. Next week, we're going to be talking tarot, though. That's going to be so fun. It might be long. I've you might go long. I've, I have some interesting tarot. Tarot bits. isn't an an easy thing to do to talk about so it is an easy thing to do absolutely but i meant it's not an easy thing to talk about it's not always easy to explain and have it convey properly because it's so intimate and like usually the affirmations are super private like not super private but really personal and so they really kind of only light up that person so it can be hard to kind of illustrate but you know Reading tarot's pulled some of the most prized people in my life to me. Absolutely. Really? I know. I agree. If it wasn't for what tarot, we wouldn't be... What about that glitch in the Matrix? Oh, we'll talk about... No, what? Go for it. With Rachel Pollock that day. Yeah. That was so weird. I'm, I mean, I think we could talk about it. Tell, I, you tell it. Because I don't want to go into... If we're going to have people next week, I want to let them talk. So I could tell it this week. All right. I've I've told it before, so some people yeah, feel that if you if you followed me on Instagram for a while and you've listened to previous things, you've probably heard this before. But I was I had just lost my job. I was we were down and out. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. We were out of ideas, and we went down to um, Carlsbad for the day just to try to get some fresh energy. And we were walking to the beach. We had parked, and we were a couple blocks away, and we were walking down to the ocean. And we're standing at But it's a weird crosswalk, too, because it's X-shaped. Right, and you can cross any way. You can cross diagonally. It's like people cross... When you cross, it shuts down all directions of travel. It's a true crossroads. Of of (laughs) traffic. All traffic stops, and then people can just go... There crazy aren't very through many the crosswalk. Yeah, it's a total like it. crossroads. And we're standing there at this crosswalk waiting to cross the street and I see this car pull up and pull into the parking lot of um, Coco a Cocoa Beach restaurant. 
and I'd say to I said to Holly, I go, that's Rachel Pollock right there. And she's like, huh, who, what? I don't, what are you talking about? And it's like that. She was a, a advisor at my, where I went to graduate school. And she had just started, like her first semester was like my last semester. So I didn't really have any interaction with her at graduate school, but I knew who she was. I'd been to her reading, some of her readings and attended some of her readings that she did. And, um, we saw her and she went in like this back door with the, with some guy and we I was like that's so weird that is Rachel Pollock and we're walked down to the beach and Holly looked it up on Google because that's what Holly does and she goes yeah she was like in town well, for I wanted something. to make sure it was her she has a very distinct <laughs> I mean I just thought what are the chances because if you don't know who Rachel Pollock is she wrote um, Tarot of the Shining Tribe and I think she also just put one out that I it's like tarot of it's a something serpent it might not be out yet she was working on it but um she was literally draped head to toe in velvet in purple <laughs> velvet strolling down the Carlsbad sidewalk it was just bizarre at this crossroads and at that crossroads there's um there's Cocoa Beach on one corner there's like a hotel on the other corner and then there's this place called Witch Creek Right winery. across the street. Yes. Witch Creek Winery. Witch Creek Winery. And this was, I don't know, it was back in my Botanica days. It was just too much. And so we walked down manifested. and we thought, all right, we're going to, if she's still there, so once we kind of confirmed that that's that it was her, we walked back up. Like, if she's still there, we'll go talk to her. And she was gone. The car she had come in was gone. And, but I had remembered a workshop that she did at school about, using tarot cards to for your writing because i my master's degree is in creative writing and so she it, she was teaching writing and one of her things was on using tarot cards for writing and so my thought wasn't really to start reading tarot for people my thought was to get some tarot cards to start writing and to use in my writing and then it kind of just escalated into the making a, li ma a literally making yeah. a living on tarot for a few years and every single time now that like i'm dry or the well's dried up or we need an idea we go down to that crossroads and since then we've never had any other weird occurrence happen i've never seen rachel pollock on that corner again or anything that's comparable but every time we go to that corner we leave with a new idea that's, yeah, a successful one. <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of ideas, but our successful ones typically manifest at the crossroads. And Cocoa Beach Restaurant is amazing. It's such a great, it's such great food. It's a flashback. It, in and it's too. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Awesome. So if you're ever in Carlsbad, uh, Cocoa Beach Restaurant, and get some ideas. But if you're, you're familiar with her. Rachel Pollock, yeah. Think of Rachel Pollock badass. draped in purple velvet sauntering. <laughs> Go look her up. I thought I was hallucinating. <laughs> It was great. It was crazy. But you were there, so... I, well, we might have had a shared hallucination. No, I'm pretty sure it was real. Yeah. <laughs> the, the good days. The good old days, the I guess. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> crazy days. Um, yeah, this has been fun. I like talking to you. I like talking to you. <laughs> uh, next week, we'll be talking tarot. Um, send, send me uh, a message if you want to talk on open lines, if you have... Uh, I know if you follow the Instagram page, Art Bell is Dead, you see me post a lot of things like, have you ever had this experience? Have you ever had this experience? Please, if you've ever had an experience. That, or if I post, if you've had an experience you want to talk about that I don't post about, still 
like send me a message and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about we don't care we're not picky we just sat here and talked about nothing for 45 minutes you just called my most intimate i just i just sat i just sat here and talked about nothing for 45 minutes while you expounded words poetry poetry like just bubbling forth from your lips (laughs) (laughs) i know it sounds like bullshit but it's not so so send me send me a message (laughs) and and listen if i don't get right back to you don't please don't take it personally if it takes me a couple hours to reply, even if you see that I've read it, don't take it personally. I'm at work in the day. I can reply when I can <laughs> reply. I will reply, promise. Just let it happen. Yeah. Let it happen, goddess. Let it How happen. does it go? Let go and let goddess. There you go. There you have it. Um, she will work through you in mysterious and th- ways. And, and, if you, and, and, and please also, um, if you want to just send us a message to our egos and tell us how great you think the show is, you can oh. do that too. Because it, it happens anyway, and it really does make <laughs> me feel good to and continue doing this. And that's what you need? Some, some ego? No, but I like to know it's what people like. If you don't like it, let me know too, and so we can... No. I, I, uh, no? No. <laughs> You don't think I would? I do not read right. the well, reviews. Well, if you if you like it, I let am me not know. singing for you. I want to make sure I'm, I want to make sure that I'm making people happy. Well, I just I mean I want to make people happy too. But if you're not happy, just don't listen. I don't. True. I don't care to hear your critique of my personal <laughs> spiritual. That's some great advice for people. I mean, there's enough negativity out there. If you don't like it, just go away. <laughs> Block. I mean, I guess if you want to tell Mark that you don't like something, he'll listen to you. I won't. I'll block your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> That's healthy. That's psychic hygiene. That's how I live, yo. <laughs> These days. Oh, you're funny. Just kidding. Just All right. Kind of, kind of just kidding. Well, I was wanted to talk for like 10 more minutes, but I don't know if I... What did you say the other day that someone was practicing psychic hygiene? Oh, I don't remember. You were like, ah, psychic hygiene. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. You expect me to remember yesterday? I, I can only remember 20 years ago. Oh, I can't remember yesterday. It'll probably come back to me once I walk out of this hut through the doorway. You know, my short, my short-term doorway memory, effect. my short-term memory, especially the immediate memory, like within 30 seconds of something happening is shit i don't remember anything yeah um like you could tell me something and i can't repeat it back to you but 10 years later i can repeat back to you what you said well, then yeah what? i mean i'm not gonna say i haven't noticed that about you <laughs> but it's great i love it it's in there I somewhere love, i love not remembering if things. you've heard it it's in there yeah. somewhere it, it comes back later but i love the ability to immediately let immediately let go you can't hold it all you can't. I've reached ma- my maximum hard drive capacity. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this has been so much fun. It's a pleasure. A true pleasure. To not only um, talk to you, Holly, but to also talk to you, friends listening. Friends. Friends of the program. Good night. Have a great night. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers and all you mothers who were also fathers fathers who are also mothers yeah love things love people 
Be a mother father, a father mother. Love everything. Be a father. <laughs> Well, I lost a 